You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Odds on Sports on the Fan, brought to you by DraftKings, with your host, John Jastrzemski, JJ After Dark. Let's get it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now time for a Friday edition of Odds on Sports presented by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hard to believe it is the final Friday in the month of October. And it's pretty crazy to think about the fact that we are basically halfway through the 2020 NFL season. It's hard to To wrap my head around that. I know over the next four hours, we're going to have a whole lot of gloating, a whole lot of celebrating, a whole lot of giddiness from the New York Mets fan. And we'll see if their odds actually have changed a little bit now with the official news that Uncle Stevie Cohen is coming to town and he will be the new sheriff in leading the Mets operation. Now listen, I've kind of expected this now for the last couple of days, but when it becomes official and when you know Ding Dong the Witch is Dead... I'm sure there is a different vibe, a different mood, just an overall different state of everything when it comes to anybody who might be a New York Mets fan. So I get it. You guys and gals out there are probably all sorts of fired up, and rightfully so. But I'm also fired up too because the last three weeks have been rather good to me. I'm not going to lie. As bad a start as we got off to over the first four weeks of the year, The last three weeks, we have been humming. We have been firing on all cylinders. We're going to try to make it our fourth consecutive winning week with our Super Contest plays. And to me, it's very simple. The game of the week is hands down Pittsburgh going into Baltimore. Undefeated Steelers, one-loss Raven team, battle for supremacy of the AFC North, Clearly a game that's going to have major ramifications as far as the playoff picture is concerned. And this line movement, folks, has been fascinating to watch. It opened at five and a half. You saw immediate public money coming in on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Line went down to three and a half and four. Well, now that line is slowly but surely starting to creep up. And that line is now at four and a half with the Ravens favored by that number. And that's going to be one of our plays of the day for better or worse. Because to me, there is a particular trend that you need to be aware of, that you need to be mindful of. And it's pretty obvious if you follow NFL football. Doesn't mean it's going to hit. Doesn't mean it's going to work. But like there are certain games that I look at and I see, wow, this is an automatic fade on my card. This game, to me, has automatic fade written all over it. So that's one of the intriguing storylines of Week 8. You have my guy Tua making his 
starting debut for the Miami Dolphins. The Rams, the opponent, the Rams coming off a short week. The Rams flying West Coast to East Coast. But yet you're seeing the Rams right now everywhere across the board as a three and a half point favorite against the Miami Dolphins. Question for Miami, can they handle Aaron Donald and what is a very stout, a very tough Rams defensive front? You have the Jets locally, as we know, massive underdogs against the Kansas City Chiefs. This line creep below 20. Now it's starting to creep back above 20. And Sam Darnold's missing a whole lot of receivers. It's a revenge game in many ways for Le'Veon Bell. The question you have handicapping this game is a very simple one. How into it are the Kansas City Chiefs going to be? And I don't have an answer for you. We know they could roll out of bed. They could have, you know, a couple of beverages before the game on Saturday night. And they're still going to win the game by double digits. But if you are going to lay 20 points, you need a lot more than that. You need to know, is this going to be an A game from the Chiefs or is this going to be a C minus game from the Chiefs? Because if it's, you know, a C plus, C minus game, you're not going to cover the number. So I can tell you without hesitation, I am not going anywhere near 20 points and Kansas City and the Jets. You got an interesting game with New England and Buffalo. I mean, this might be New England's last stand this year. They're a four-point underdog. Buffalo finally got off the schneid with a win over the Jets. They've looked very unimpressive the last three weeks. Very unimpressive on offense. Settling for way too many field goals. And guess what? If Buffalo was playing anybody aside from the Jets last week, they would have lost. But from what you're looking at with New England, it is impossible to trust the Pats. Newton has looked terrible. Edelman is out. They have no weapons to speak of. Their defense is a nightmare. That's a complete stay away for me. Indy and Detroit's intriguing. That line is at three. Indy coming off a bye. Lions looking a lot better. This to me is the most bizarre line of the week. Minnesota and Green Bay. Somebody's got to explain this one to me. Green Bay, as good as they have been. Minnesota, as bad as they have been. How is that only a six and a half point spread for the Green Bay Packers? That's what I want to know. What am I missing now? How in the world are the Packers only favored by six and a half points? That is the fishiest line of the week as far as I'm concerned. You got New Orleans and Chicago. That line is currently at four and a half. You got San Fran and Seattle. Good game in the NFC West. Maybe a little regression coming for the Seattle Seahawks. I think the odds makers are telling you that's coming because I'm only seeing Seattle currently as a three-point favorite. So we got games galore to break down. We'll give you our plays of the day for better or worse. We'll welcome in my main man, Jared Smith, who's making his odds-on sports debut. He does a fantastic job over at SportsGrid. He'll help us out with the NFL card, college card, of course, your calls at 877-337-6666. Sides on Sports presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay, all wrong right after that. Welcome back to Odds on Sports presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And listen, we always have to be able to audible at the line of scrimmage. You know, like I, I wish I could say I do it as well as Peyton Manning. You know, circa 2004 with the Indianapolis Colts? Uh, maybe not to that level. That, uh, that would put me in the Hall of Fame, for goodness sakes. But maybe a notch below that. 
We're going to have Jared Smith on a little bit later on. So not right now. He's going to join us at 8.20. So you want to stay tuned for that. We'll have the NFL card previewed, soup the nuts, every which way. Don't worry, we will have you covered. Now, a couple interesting lines in college. Now, I won't get involved with any of these games tonight. Full disclosure. Now, maybe it's because I'm on the air and I'm going to be distracted. Maybe it's because I just have no interest in betting East Carolina and Tulsa, Minnesota and Maryland, where Tua's brother will be playing a quarterback against a Minnesota team that got absolutely shellacked by Michigan last Saturday. And you have Hawaii taking on Wyoming. Like, all three of those games, no interest. No interest. Now, this is not a great slate of college football. Rutgers coming off their win over Michigan State is a 13-point underdog at home against Indiana. Indiana, as we know, coming off that emotional win against Penn State. Uh, To me, that line seems almost undervalued because of what Rutgers was able to do last week. Now, I think Michigan State is that bad. Now, if Rutgers goes and plays well against Indiana, then maybe Greg Shano and company are onto something here. You got Ohio State taking on Penn State, and that is going to be a harsh reminder, ladies and gentlemen, of how this year has changed the landscape of a whole lot of things we watch. And you think about the whiteout that you normally have at Penn State, which is one of the best scenes you're going to have in college football. I don't even know what you're going to do with Ohio Ohio State and Penn State. I mean, there'll be nobody there. It's going to be surreal watching that game. But Ohio State's getting juiced up. His line opened at 8. Now it's at 10.5 basically everywhere. And that might be one of those hold-your-nose type of spots and take the underdog. Because we have seen Penn State a lot of times in that game go and give you a competitive effort. Now, I'll give you a game in college that I'm going to be all over here. And they're getting points. I like Arkansas getting points against the Aggies at night. They're getting 14 points. Arkansas has played well this year. They've been competitive. They've been in a lot of games. I'm going to be in on the Hogs. And I know our buddy, the professor, Johnny Massey, if he's listening right now, is going to love hearing that. He was a big Arkansas guy. But I think Arkansas is going to be live against Texas A&M on Saturday. That is a game I will play. Now, before we get to your calls, I'll give you my plays of the day. Really, plays of the weekend as we look at the National Football League. And one thing to be aware of, Weather is going to play a factor in a couple of these games. I mean, we're talking about some heavy, crazy type of wind. And that is why I think in some of these games, look at the drop in total. Vegas and the Browns, total open at 55.5. It is now at 49.5. New England and Buffalo, the total opened at 45.5. Now, total is down to 41. I mean, that is drastic, folks. That is drastic, drastic, drastic when it comes to line movement in a total. The reason you are seeing such drastic line movement is because those winds are going to be howling and the odds makers are taking into account that they're going to have a whole lot of heavy juice coming in on the under. Give you another one. New Orleans and Chicago. That total opened at 47. It's now down to 42 and a half over at DraftKings. So those are three games easily that will be influenced, you know, from a slop weather condition type deal. 
Pittsburgh and Baltimore is another one. Open at 49, now down to 46 and a half. So if you were ahead of the curve with a couple of these totals, you might have been able to go and take advantage. Now, what do I like in the NFL on Sunday? As we went through a couple of those totals. And I'm not a totals guy. I think you guys know that. I usually will pick one from time to time, but I wanted to point that out because I definitely think it's worth noting. Um, I'll give you two plays that I'm really big on this week. The first being, and this line is skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. I love the Tennessee Titans laying the lumber against the Cincinnati Bengals coming off a loss. This line opened at three and a half. I know you got heavy public action coming in on Tennessee, but now over at DraftKings, it's up to six and a half. In some places, it's up to seven. I know Joe Burrow played great last week. Bengals took care of us. Bengals covered a number. But that Bengal offensive line is going to struggle in this matchup. The Bengal run defense is going to get destroyed by what Derrick Henry and company can do. And I know Tennessee has not been a great team in covering numbers this year. I know they've played a whole lot of close games. I think off of a loss, you get an angry, ticked-off Titan team. I'm going to take them in and take care of business. I'll lay the six and a half. It might sound a little square, but I think it's the right side. Give you another game I like. It's a one o'clock game. Vegas and Cleveland. This line opened at three and a half. It is now down to two and a half. And I like the Vegas Raiders here to go on the road and get a win. First of all, Cleveland, so lucky to get a win last week. Cleveland, not going to have Odell Beckham Jr. Now, some would say, oh, that might be better off. Maybe the offense is going to change. Maybe the offense is going to look different. But I saw what Joe Burrow was able to do. And I think for the Raiders, coming off a couple of really tough games, including one against Tampa Bay, kind of feel like this is the perfect spot for them to go and shift their season narrative. The same Raider team that went on the road uh, was, you know, taking on the New Orleans Saints. Can't say they went on the road, even though they did play in front of nobody in Vegas. But they won against New Orleans. They have been better on offense this year. And I'm just not a big believer in Cleveland. To me, Cleveland is one of those teams that has kind of taken advantage of a soft schedule. So I like the Raiders here. Plus the two and a half, I'll take it a step further. I think the Raiders win this game outright. So I'll give you two in the NFL I like. Raiders, bang. Tennessee Titans, bang. Let's head to Brooklyn. Our buddy Stewart. What's happening, Stu? Hey, JJ, what's going on? Uh, for, for my Irish against Georgia Tech, uh, I'm going to go with, with the under as far as the total goals because Notre Dame's defense is giving up eight points a game, and I think we'll be able to control Sims for Georgia Tech. I just don't think the Yellow Jackets will score enough to put this one over. Now, if Notre Dame wasn't playing Clemson next week, I'd be all over with the over. But it, um, it's a risky chance with the Irish looking ahead and you know taking their foot off the pedal against the Yellow Jackets. Um, no no doubt, I'd be very concerned about this spot for Notre Dame. Now listen, Stu, they're going to win the game. I would not feel comfortable laying 20 points in this matchup. No way. Especially with that Clemson game coming up next weekend, no way. I would not be laying 20 points with Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, not not by 20 because I I see this contest looking very much like the Irish played against Louisville. I could see that. And if you look at the total right now, the total in that game for Notre Dame and Georgia Tech, it went from 56 and a half to 58 and a half. So the odds makers 
are kind of banking on the fact that there are going to be a whole lot of points in that game. Uh, maybe there are. I don't have a great feel on that particular total. I, I wouldn't go near 58.5 or 56.5. If I was giving you a play on that particular game, though, I would take the Yellow Jackets plus the 20. That would be my play. Yeah, but, but, but I understand that Georgia Tech has an incredible offense, but, but they'll keep them close in, in this contest. Yeah, listen, plus 20, sign me up right now. I always love those look-ahead spots. That's a classic look-ahead spot. Notre Dame has Clemson coming up next week, and I'm sure there are going to be a whole lot of questions surrounding Trevor Lawrence and whether or not he's going to be able to give it a go next week. Can he find his way to get out of those COVID-19 protocols? We'll have to see. Let's head to Queens. The great Jeff Money. What up, Money? What's happening? What's up, JJ? Congrats on the uh, win yesterday there. Yeah, listen, it smelled a little fishy there with Carolina. I told you that yesterday. I thought that line, the way it was moving, the way it was shifting towards Atlanta with all of the public backing of Carolina, to me, it was an automatic go the other way. And that's why, Jeff Money, in the spirit of finding that sort of square play and fading it, one more play that I would be aware of this week. The Steelers have all of the makings of a square dog this week, every which way. Three and a half points to four, undefeated. I think a lot of people are going to say, wow, undefeated team, four points. Where do I sign? When it seems that good to be true, odds are, Jeff Money, it's not. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm staying away from that game. I like three games this week. I already know we're against each other in one of them. But my my favorite game of the week is I'm going to go with the uh, Seahawks. They're uh, minus three over the 49ers. I like that one probably the best. And the second, we're against each other. I like the Bengals plus the six and a half over the Titans. I know you were just talking about that. And the final game I like, I like the Packers minus the six and a half over the Vikings. Are you concerned with that Green Bay game that that line is not budged off of six and a half? I am, but just my gut tells me still to roll with the Packers. Well, oh, you know. I get that. Listen, Jeff Money, from what we've seen out of Minnesota this year, that you don't have a whole lot of reasons to trust them. I had them that game against Seattle a few weeks back, a game they should have won. It was a game that slipped right through their fingertips. Zimmer went for it, right move, couldn't end the game right then and there. Allowed Russell Wilson and company to go and work his magic. Um, Yeah, I I get why fading Green Bay is not a proposition that at least I don't feel like, you know, taking that plunge and going down that road. I'm just a little scared off there by the line movement. And what's your logic for Cincinnati out of curiosity? Why do you like the Bengals here? Burrow? Yeah, Burrow. I like the way they've been playing. I mean, I know it's you know, it's going to be, you know, a tough game. I just like it with the points. I wish it was plus. So that might be a time maybe to buy a half. I usually don't buy half points, but I just take whatever the line was at that present time. Yeah, I mean, I I just like the way Burrow's been playing. I mean, I'm scared a little bit of the Titans with the running game like you were talking about. Well, that would be my fear, Jeff Money. That's why we're heads up in this game. I don't think Cincinnati's defense can handle Tennessee. Now, Tennessee's played a whole lot of emotional games lately, including that Steeler game last week. See, I would not like the Titans in this spot if they were coming off a win. If they were coming off a win this week, this would be an automatic stay away. Coming off a loss, I would expect their focus for Mike Vrabel to be exactly where it needs to be. Let's head to New Rochelle. Rob, what's happening, Robbie? Hey, JJ, how are you, friend? Rob, I'm doing okay, man. No complaints. What's up, Great show, great show. Hey, listen, a couple of things. The only shot the Jets have is an old system 
that when a team plays on the road and they win two straight road games and they cover, they come back flat the next week and the Chiefs have done that. Oh, I like that. That is a good little trend right there. You're right. So Kansas City was on the road against Buffalo, covered in one, against Denver, covered in one. And yeah, I mean, listen, you got to lay 20 points and 19 and a half points. Rob, there's no way in the world I'd feel comfortable doing that. That's a stay away for me. Stay away. Recently, recently it worked in the, when Philadelphia went to San Francisco and beat them outright. San Francisco, San Fran won the two road games in New York, and he lost outright. But about the Packers game, JJ, I'm a Packers fan. The only I'm concerned about this game for two things. They blew Minnesota. They blew Minnesota out the first week in Minnesota, okay? And now they got San Francisco four days later on Thursday. Now, if the game gets a little, you know, you may get backdoored on this game because if they have the lead in hand, they got San Francisco. They may pull the old, you know, uh, get, uh, put off the gas. And it worked last night with Atlanta. They, uh, Carolina beat them in Atlanta the first week. Atlanta won in there. So it's a dangerous spot when you play a team and you beat them there. And they cut, and Minnesota comes up a terrible game against Atlanta. I hate Minnesota, but I'm very concerned because that line sits in there. It should be hovering around eight, something like that, JJ. Great job. Rob, I think you nailed it, brother. Excellent, excellent point. Excellent, excellent call. There is no way in the world I take the Packers this week. Now, I don't trust Minnesota. And the Packers have burned me on a couple of occasions. So that's why when I did my Super Contest plays this week, I couldn't throw them in there as much as I wanted to. No Aaron Jones, it looks like, for Green Bay. That line should be eight and a half. Nine, it's six and a half. Vikings off a bye. And Vikings played them earlier in the year. Watch that game because. Watching Packers win that game, you know, 27-23. Rodgers works some magic late. Packers win, don't cover. Can you easily see that? All right, 629, we got a lot more to do. I know you Mets fans are ready to rejoice with the news that Uncle Stevie is coming to town. So where the Mets now go from here as far as spending money, that's what I want to find out. That's what we're going to try to dive into. So we'll get your calls on that. We'll have all our Football Friday stuff. We'll run around the league. We'll get you ready for the Jets, Giants on Monday night. We got a lot more to do, so buckle up. We'll come right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.